0: It's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow majority on serious XM Patriot. I'm going to start with the Diane Feinstein because it is it is beyond uncomfortable. And now they're saying, well, we need age limits. Well, you're going to need a constitutional amendment. You're going to need a constitutional amendment. A simple piece of legislation cannot limit the age of a member of the House or the Senate. Now we have we have floors, we don't have ceilings. Okay, you have to be a certain age to run for the Senate, certain age to run for the House, certain age to be President of the United States. A simple solution would be to repeal the 17th Amendment and allow states to recall their senators who would have been appointed by their state legislative bodies, which is the original intent of the Senate, by the way. If you look at the original intent of how we chose senators, now, should I, I don't want to throw the bait, the chum in the water, but is there going to be a Democrat who tells me I'm wrong with what I'm about to say? And that is that we had not one, but two electoral colleges. What? Yes. We have the formal electoral college that you see in article two of the constitution. And then we have an electoral college in the sense that in your state, you would elect your state representative and then your state representative would elect the senator for you through an appointment process, a vote, if you will. In other words, they didn't want both bodies of Congress to be directly elected because we're not a democracy. And I realize, I realize you know, people are programmed, habits are hard to break. Every single Republican should stop referring to our democracy or even so-called American democracy. We could talk about the democratic process. That is a different, there's a difference between the democratic process and democracy. They're two different systems, by the way. We are a republic. And what the framers of the Constitution did, in excruciating detail, I might add, is prevent whimsical elections and runaway governments. Yes, the House was directly elected, and you could change that member every two years. The Senate, the upper chamber, was an appointment. This term was six years, but a state could recall that person. There was never an intention to have people that would serve 30 to 40 years living full-time in Washington, D.C. The House of Representatives was designed to be directly responsible to the people accountable to the people the senate in checks and balances was designed to be accountable to the state government so we had two electoral colleges until the 17th amendment and then what you had was a fraternity like environment where 100 people would build their constituency blocks and ensure reelection re-election every six years so you know what after re-election, you know, a senator could be the biggest a-hole you ever met. As long as about four and a half to five years later, they do some really nice things. You go, wow, I like that person. I'm going to vote for them. I mean, I, I forgot all about the stuff they did three, four years ago. But the Senate is full of vegetables now. The Senate is now turning into a assisted living facility with non-functioning people like John Fetterman. Feinstein, Diane, say aye, vote. This is so uncomfortable. This is Senator Dianne Feinstein first being told by her staff member to vote aye, then Senator Patty Murray. And the senator's office could put out whatever damn statements they want. It doesn't matter. Same for Mitch McConnell. This is not partisan. I I love, you know, it's so cute. It's like David Hogg. Go get him, tiger. You know, and some of these so-called Gen Z influencers that are really just paid actors, that don't know anything like, well, if this was a, if this was a Republican, eh, bleh, bleh, bleh. no, I, I'm i pretty sure most Republicans think Mitch McConnell, it's time for him to step down. But well, you know, when you're 20 years old and you don't know anything, but go get him David Hogg, go get him tiger, tiger sport. We're all saying it. Mitch McConnell had a stroke live on television. And then when they sort of like propped him up for a second, like you got to crack a joke for the camera. He had another stroke. So we have a senate full of vegetables. Play cut one. Senator Feinstein. Um, say I.
1: Pardon me? I. Yeah. Uh to say I I would like to. Can you stop this? I want to
0: make a point. I want to make a point here. And super producer Mike just reminded me of this. You hear Feinstein, sounds like she's functioning for a second there. They're actually just voting. This is not debate or making motions, or anything. This was a vote. And Feinstein starts talking about funding the military. Out of nowhere. Play it. Senator
1: Feinstein. Um, say aye. Pardon me? Aye. Yeah. Uh, to say- I, I would like to support a yes vote on this um it provides 823 billion that's an increase of 26 billion for the department of defense and the, it funds priorities submitted yeah just say i okay just i <laughs> thank you
0: just say i they should just attach some twine to her index finger and put it on a pulley, you know, and the, hi, hi, we get a Feinstein's, she's a vegetable. And this is, what are we doing to ourselves? We have non-functioning human beings sitting in the upper chamber, the August body of our Congress, and they can barely eat their, their pea soup. These people don't need to be senators. They need to be on the beach somewhere. McConnell and Feinstein are not representing states anymore. They are just unwilling to relinquish power. Unwilling to relinquish their power. I said this yesterday. How many of you remember Ted Kennedy? They kept him alive. And the point I made about that, and the same for John McCain, if we had single payer, in this country, okay, Diane—they will keep Diane Feinstein alive as long as they can, as long as she—I—I I vote for authorization defense. Should we? They will treat her and McConnell to the best of everything. Same for Jamie Raskin. I don't want Jamie Raskin to die from cancer, but let's let's be honest about this. This would never be afforded to you. If we actually allowed ourselves to be corralled into the cage that is single payer healthcare, you would never get the treatment that Ted Kennedy got and John McCain got just to keep them alive so they can vote. Same for Diane Feinstein, same for Mitch McConnell. You would be dead. That's the truth. Wine 695, Patriot, nine five seven two eight seven four. So um, the media thinks they got something on Ron DeSantis. They really nailed him to the uh, the wall this time. And that is racist African-American studies in the state of Florida. Did you know? I read, did you know that slavery was awesome? Slavery was awesome in Florida. I mean, man, it was a day at the beach. Or the river or the lake or whatever it was. Plantations. They weren't plantations. They were resorts. And people were just getting into shape, being out in the sun. Slavery was awesome. That's nowhere to be found in the uh in the uh in the course curriculum. But I am looking and had tip to Matt Walking on on Twitter. He put up a a quote from the uh, from the approved of nationally, I believe, advanced placement African American Studies program, which was headed up by a woman named Dr. Tiffany Barber, who, by the way, is what an art professor. Looking right here, the development committee, lead lead name top name, Dr. Tiffany Barber. University of California, Los Angeles, a professor of art history. Well, we talk about how they're doing it in Florida, you know, hiring these these non-experts experts. experts. Well, it's good to know this whole thing was cooked up by, or in part, by an art professor. Not a historian, an art professor. At the bottom it says Darius Young, Florida A&M University, Tallahassee, The, uh, the historic black college in the state of Florida. But there are some amazing things in here, some very, very fascinating things. Let's play uh, real quick Ron DeSantis. Can you play Ron DeSantis? Uh, And this is, if you remember the media, 60 Minutes, editing his comments, trying to sandbag him with the distribution of the vaccines early on, whereas DeSantis did it right. The most vulnerable and elderly got first in line, and no, he didn't distribute the vaccines through the donors at uh, at Publix. It was actually through Walgreens and the ones specifically closest to assisted living facilities. But play Ron DeSantis.
1: Were there beneficial aspects to slavery? That's not what the curriculum says. With what the do curricul- you think? What the curriculum, no, there's no, it's not. And the curriculum is very clear. You have, I think it's like 200 plus pages of all kinds of stuff that you can't read that. Have you read it? so what's your opinion have you read it what's you your haven't, i'm you haven't, asking your opinion but, but you haven't read it so i'm just just making that clear that makes it very clear about the injustices of slavery in vivid detail so anyone that actually read that and then listens to kamala would know that she's lying and that particular provision about the skills that was in spite of slavery not because of the ap course has made that same point other courses have made that same point. Nobody said anything um, about that. And Dr. Allen and those people will say, look, this is what was used postbellum when these folks were doing stuff. So that was very, very clear. And I would just say, you know, people can, can read it, but, but they did a very good job on it. And there can be no um, confusion about where they would come down on that.
0: So interesting. When you review the, the advanced placement African-American studies curriculum, You will find, first of all, you won't won't hear anyone in the media tell you this, that it covers the cultural contributions made by former slaves. Right here on page 65, enslaved Africans' cultural contributions in the United States varied based on... There are many different places of origin. The interactions of various African ethnic groups produced multiple combinations of African-based cultural practices, languages, and belief systems within African-American communities. So, essentially, they became part of the American fabric and contributed to the American fabric. That doesn't mean slavery was a good thing. It doesn't mean slavery was a good thing. But then it says, in addition to agricultural work, enslaved people learned specialized trades and worked as painters, carpenters, tailors, musicians, and healers in the North and South. Once free, African-Americans used these skills to provide for themselves and others. That's the AP course the exact same language you'll find in the Florida course. But then it gets crazy. Are you ready for this? If you are eating or drinking, put your food and drink down. If you're driving, grip the wheel tightly. Because I'm about to read something to you you ain't gonna believe. And I quote, hey Kamala, you listening? I hope hope you're listening to this. This one's going to blow your mind, man. Some African-Americans were enslaved by indigenous people in the five large nations, Creek, Cherokee, Choctaw, Chickasaw, and Seminole. When indigenous enslavers were forcibly removed from their lands by the federal government during the Trail of Tears, first elected Democrat President Andrew Jackson, by the way, they brought their black the, the black people they had enslaved with them to actually serve them. Then it goes on to tell us, <laughs> that along the way, as there were, I guess, some of the Native American men took advantage of some of their enslaved women, the children were never recognized by any of these Native American nations. They were never absorbed and considered part of the tribe. What? Wait a second. Hold on. Only white people do this stuff. No, 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 no. That can't be real. Kamala Harris didn't tell me about it. That Native Americans involved themselves not only in the slave trade did not recognize the children that they fathered with slaves. Hey, Elizabeth Warren, when are you paying your reparations? Are you white or Native American? Because you ain't getting, now you can't get, now you can't get, oh, well, you know, hey, hey, no, 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 white lady. You're either paying as a Native American, Cherokee, or you're paying as a white lady from Oklahoma. So which is it? Who's going to be the first to say that these Indian casinos should pay reparations to the black people they enslaved? What? What? Did you learn that? I got to be honest with you. I never heard, you know, we got to teach this slavery stuff. We got to really teach this slavery stuff. I did not know that Native Americans held slaves and made them serve them on the trail of tears. Did you know that? I didn't know that. But then again, I didn't take advanced placement, African-American studies. Oh, oh, does that mean Native Americans are white adjacent now? Wine 6695, Patriot 9572874. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Call Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.